And once you have persistence, no matter what the world throws at you, you can get through it. In fact, you're going to find that what the universe throws at you is exactly what you need to grow and become the person who has achieved your goal. The price for that is always going to be persistence. Welcome. You're listening to the Reprogram Your Mind podcast, and I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. between 60 and 70,000 thoughts a day. 98% of your life is controlled by habit. If you want to change your life, you have to start by changing how you think. think. When you change you, everything in life changes. If we can see it in our mind, we can hold it in our hand. Welcome, everybody. This is episode 10 of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, Todd L. Bowerly. I am a mindset coach, a law of attraction coach, a success coach. Uh, I work with people all over the world, helping them think differently about themselves, about their life, so that they can change the results that they have in their life. On the last episode, I talked about the power of a committed decision and how that jerks you out of your current conditions and circumstances and the frequency that you have been living on onto a whole different frequency. One that's aligned with your goals and one where you get the ideas and the plan appears by thinking differently. Every decision that you make is going to lead to new experiences that you get to learn from and grow from. And you're going to have some tremendous success and you're probably also going to have some shortcomings. You're going to have some obstacles. And the biggest secret of success once you start making decisions is persisting through those obstacles. Because you can do it. You can get there, but the only way that you're going to get there is if you persist. If you know where you're going and you keep moving forward, learning as you go and enjoying the journey. That's what you need to get you from where you are to where you want to be. Persistence is hard for a lot of people because most of us are looking for the easy way out. We want to have the answers to the test handed to us. We've Unfortunately, I think, in, in a world of modern convenience, we have the most convenient lifestyle we've ever had in the world. If, if there's anything that you want, you can buy it online, and in a few days it's going to show up on your doorstep. In a world of modern convenience, things are really easy. But life is not supposed to be easy. Now, it's not supposed to be hard. It's not supposed to be a struggle. But the areas where most people are struggling in life is where they have to grow on their own. Where there isn't an instruction manual. Where there's not ability to order the answers and have them arrive in a few days from Amazon Prime. There is a world of unknown out there. And your journey from where you are to where you want to be traverses the unknown. And guess what? That's the whole point of life anyways. It's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to be a journey. But if you don't have the answers and you don't know what's going to come up and you can't prepare for it, then at the first obstacle, we stop. We quit. We turn around. We go back to where it's safe and where it's comfortable. And then life is more of the same and life never changes. So the ability to persist through the unknown, the ability to persist through obstacles or around obstacles that will come up. The ability to persist through your own limited concept of self, your own limited thinking, your own lacking confidence and and lacking self-image becomes one of the greatest superpowers you can ever possibly have. 
So what does that even mean to be persistent? Well, I'll tell you what it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean being stubborn. It doesn't mean sitting there, allowing things to get worse and worse and think, I'm just being persistent. Sometimes you do need to pivot. Sometimes you do need to make changes to what you're doing. Sometimes the plan of action that you have, you need to throw away and build an entirely new plan. That's fine. But you persist in reaching the goal. You persist with that new mindset. You persist until you start seeing things change. Napoleon Hill wrote this about persistence in the book Think and Grow Rich. There may be no heroic connotation to the word persistence, but the quality is to the character of people what carbon is to steel. So what does carbon do to steel? When you heat steel up and cool it down, it gets stronger. It gets harder. It becomes unbreakable. What he's saying here is that the power of persistence makes the mind of you and me unbreakable. It strengthens it so that nothing that comes at your mind can break it down. That's the importance of persistence. So one of the challenges that Bob Proctor used to give a lot of people was to read this chapter in Think and Grow Rich on persistence aloud. He was talking with a friend of his, and it may have been his good friend, John Canary, that he used to do seminars with back in the 80s. Or it may have been somebody else. I don't really recall. He was talking with someone about this entire book, Think and Grow Rich. What? There's 13 principles to success. Which one of these principles is the most important? And in their discussion, discussions, in Bob Proctor's mind, persistence was the most important. And the person that he was having this conversation with agreed with him. And so they decided that they were going to read persistence, this chapter, out loud, every single day for 30 days in a row, for that entire month. And they did this several years in a row. In fact, I've heard him say that every year he spends time reading this. This is a challenge I gave myself when I was getting ready to quit my job. So I was quitting my job at the end of June, 2017. And somewhere around early May, I was worried. I was scared and I was worried that I would give up, that things would be too hard that would let things get in the way. And in order for me to change that, I thought, well, if this is a good enough challenge for Bob to do, it's good enough for me. Now, why read over and over? Well, it comes back to this law of repetition. I did another episode about that earlier. See, it's the ideas that we repeat in our mind over and over that eventually change us, that eventually we start to think differently. And as you read something out loud, and I'm talking about not listening to an audiobook, like putting your eyes on paper and reading them out loud, your focus narrows. One of the most powerful mental tools that we have in our mind is our will, which is our ability to focus. We use our will to hyper-focus on these ideas as we're reading them out loud, and they become part of us in our mind. We start to think more in line with it. And even though this book was written in 1937 and the language is a little bit tricky, by the end of this 30 days, the words were just flowing. I didn't even have to read the words on the page. I could just, I could just let them kind of 
come out of me. I was programming my subconscious mind with these words. And then things started happening in my life where I started persisting more. Like something happened inside me where I just don't quit on things anymore. This is a powerful reading challenge. And so I'm going to put a link in the show notes to purchase a copy of Think and Grow Rich. You can grab it from Amazon. This is an entire chapter. If you want to test yourself, I will challenge you with reading this chapter on persistence every single day out loud for 30 days. And if you miss a day, you have to go back to the very beginning and start over at day one. Now, I never missed a day. Why? Well, part of it, I was really leveraged. I was quitting my job. I had to make this work. This, there was no choice. There was no going back. I had to make this work. And I want you to try this and really put your whole heart into it. Because I promise, if you do it exactly as I tell you to, you're going to find out, A, how difficult it is to persist and how much your, your mind is really rejecting an idea. Or number two, the power of repetition in reprogramming your mind. There's this one paragraph that always stuck out to me in this chapter of persistence. And listen to this. Sometimes it appears there is a hidden guide whose duty is to test people through all sorts of discouraging experiences. And those who pick themselves up after defeat and keep on trying arrive. And the world cries, bravo, I knew you could do it. The hidden guide lets no one enjoy great achievement without passing the persistence test. Those who can't take it simply do not make the grade. Boy, that is so true. You know, we love overnight successes in the world. We love to see people achieve things. We love underdog stories where people persist and persist and persist and then finally reach their goals, but we don't do it ourselves. Why? And in case you're curious about the background noise, I am still up north at my vacation home in Glen Arbor. It's a blustery day. The sun's coming out, but the wind is going like crazy. And I'm sitting here on the deck and I'm streaming to TikTok. And someone's asking the question, wondering what my thoughts are on subconscious beliefs. Well, you know what? I'm going to talk about that in terms of persistence, because I think it's a, it's a big part of why we struggle to persist. And so I'm going to, again, I'm going to pull out the workbook that my coaches, uh, that my coaching clients go through, the Thinking and Results workbook of this program, which is just a requirement if you're going to work with me to go through this, because you have to have the same knowledge background that I had. We have to operate from the same level of knowledge. And the only way you're going to receive, receive that knowledge is if you go through the same material. But listen to what he says here. This is, this is how our subconscious beliefs play into us not being persistent. He says, it appears there are guards that have been commissioned by a higher authority to arrest, to stop, any forward progress in a person's life beyond the person's level of belief. These guards take their marching orders from the belief system itself, which is governed by natural laws of the universe. And there is no growth beyond the beliefs that are held. If a person attempts to accomplish something beyond their level of belief, the mind will quickly and automatically create ideas and reasons justifying why it can't be done. And those ideas will continue to flow until the project is abandoned. Until you give up. 
until you stop persisting. So what do I think about your belief system? I think your belief system is your biggest enemy. Your subconscious belief system is your biggest enemy to persisting and reaching your goal. So listen to this. On the other hand, when a person or group believes something can be done in the mind, the mind will automatically begin creating ideas that will pave the path to accomplishment. The great secret of success then lies in belief. So you're going to have to go all the way back to the first couple of episodes of this podcast to revisit how do you change the programming? How do you change the belief system? Because if you do not have a handle on your belief system, it is going to discourage you from persisting in reaching your goal. All the persistence in the world isn't going to matter unless you change the belief system. There are four pillars of persistence that Napoleon Hill has identified in Think and Grow Rich in this very chapter of persistence. And if you don't know these, like if you don't have them memorized, then you're never going to be able to persist. And this isn't about just memorizing. This is about knowing them. This is about living with them. Um, I will read directly from the books, but I know what they are because I, I live this way. Listen to this. Number one. So, uh, in fact, he says, how to develop, let me go back here, how to develop persistence. There are four simple steps which will lead to the habit of persistence. They call for no great amount of intelligence, no particular amount of education, and but little time or effort. He's setting up this idea that no matter what, you can be persistent. You can achieve your goals. This can work for you. It doesn't take any special superpowers. It doesn't take any privilege. Listen here, number one, the first pillar of persistence is a definite purpose backed by a burning desire for its fulfillment. Well, that's your goal. Just a couple episodes ago, I talked about, do you have the right goal? Is it something that you really, really want? A burning desire. You have to want it bad enough. Bad enough that it consumes your mind. Bad enough that you dream about it. Bad enough that you wake up excited about going to work on your goal. Bad enough that you want it more than you want your excuses. Why do people not persist? Because they don't have a definite goal, a definite purpose, a worthy ideal. And even if they do have a goal to want more, they're more interested. They're not really committed. They're just interested in having something better, but they're not ready to make a decision and change. No, you have to have a definite goal, a definite purpose backed by a burning desire. And you've got to feed that goal every day to make sure that that burning desire is white hot. Enough to encourage you to change. Enough to encourage you to take action. Number two, a definite plan expressed in continuous action. Now, the plan here doesn't mean what you think it means. This is, this is the how, and this is where people get stuck. And uh, at least in Thinking Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill doesn't really elaborate too much on the plan, except in one specific area. And that's in a chapter that's designed to help you change your belief system. Isn't that interesting? Remember what I read just a few moments ago from the Thinking and Results workbook that your mind will continue to create reasons for why you should abandon your goals, your purpose, if it is outside of your belief system. So you need to be able to align your belief system with your goal if you're ever going to accomplish anything. And the chapter that I'm referring to is the chapter on auto-suggestion. Here's what Napoleon Hill says about a definite plan. 
He says, do not wait for a definite plan through which you intend to exchange services or merchandise in return for the money that you're visualizing. So it almost sounds a little, a little contradictory, right? The second step of persistence is having a definite plan expressed in continuous action. But he says, don't wait for a plan. But instead, begin to see yourself in possession of the money, in possession of the goal, demanding and expecting, meanwhile, that your subconscious mind will hand over the plan or the plans that you need. When you set the goal, you don't know what the plan is. So stop asking how you're going to reach the goal. Stop it. Stop it. You can't think of the plan. It's, it's not in your current conditions and circumstances. It's not a, per, a part of the current frequency of reality in which you are thinking. You have to grow and expand your mind onto that different frequency to get that plan. And when you do, this is what he says. He said, be on alert for these plans. And when they appear, put them into action immediately. When plans appear, they will probably flash into your mind through the sixth sense in the form of an inspiration. This inspiration may be considered a direct telegram or message from infinite intelligence. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. Failure to do this will be fatal to your success. That's how the plan appears. You have to have an idea, an idea that you're going to put into action. And then you evaluate. Well, how did that go? Do I want to change what I did or do I want to do the same thing? Well, I want to modify it a little bit. Well, and then you try it out again. And you go, well, how did that go? And you evaluate how it turned out. You evaluate the results and then you modify. See, you need to have an idea of what you're going to do, but that idea only comes after you set the goal and you start attuning your mind to it. Now, the chapter auto-suggestion, that's a really weird term. Auto-suggestion is a suggestion from yourself to yourself. And so you visualize the goal you have affirmations about the goal, and through repetition, you start programming your mind with that goal, and you start having ideas. The auto-suggestion is the mechanism of reprogramming your mind. Read the same thing. Write the same thing. Listen to the same thing over and over and over again. It is the constant spaced repetition of a new idea over time that's going to create new ideas. And those new ideas you formulate into a plan. The book, The Master Key System by Charles Hanal, and I mentioned it earlier as well in another episode, says this, that one thing will lead to another. Thought will lead to action. Action will develop methods. Methods will connect you with people and friends. And those friends will create conditions and circumstances which result in the manifestation of your goal. This idea of thought, I have an idea, I have an inspiration. You put it into action. If you like the results, you turn that into a method. That sounds like a plan to me. Now you wanna have continuous action be a part of your plan. You can't just act once. You can't play the lottery once and expect to win. You have to play the lottery every day if you're gonna win. You can't just make content once. You have to do it continually. You can't just meet with prospects once. You have to meet with them continually. You have to turn a process, whatever plan that is, into a habit where you do it all the time. It's the persistence in that plan that starts to change your results. And the only way that you're going to come up with a better plan is by trying an old one and seeing whether it works or not. Now, right here, I want to draw a line, too, between a lot of coaches. There's a lot of, I, I swear, it's like 95% of the coaches out there teach specifically strategy and tactics, and they'll throw like a little 5% mindset 
onto it. Well, guess what? If the strategy worked unequivocally for everybody, everybody would be a millionaire. But it doesn't. Why not? Because your way to reach the goal is different than my way. There's some fundamental principles that you can use, absolutely, but you have to be able to pivot your plan based on your goal, based on your specific talents and abilities and capabilities and interests and burning desire and all of those things. You have to tailor your plan. You should always be taking action, always be taking action because the law of cause and effect only works when you take action. But the plan can change. The goal does not. The plan can change. But you have to understand how the plan comes anyways. The plan comes by intuition, by inspiration, by evaluating results and making modifications to it. So those are the first two principles of the two first two pillars of persistence. Here's the next one. Number three, a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences, including negative suggestions of relatives, friends, and acquaintances. You know, what's really funny is when you have all of these coaches out there teaching 95% strategy and 5% mindset, and they're a strategy expert and they think they know something about mindset, I, I, would, I would be cautious about that because right here, number three, is probably one of the most important principles. Understanding how your mind works, how it is set, and how it is influenced by the messages of people around you is key to reaching your goal. If you don't understand how your mind works, the chances of you succeeding and making changes is very, very slim. So listen closely here. You have to have a mind closed tightly against all negative and discouraging influences. Who is in your mind right now? I mean, I know you're listening to me and hopefully my voice is becoming more into your mind as you listen to more episodes, but usually what's in our mind are the voices that we surround ourselves with, those voices of maybe negative family members and relatives, you know, the friends that maybe aren't committed to reaching their goals or becoming better, just the people around you that are just living their pre-programmed lives. That's what we're surrounded by. 95% of the people are likely just programmed. They're just living their default programming and they're loud. You know, these are the trolls on, on the internet. These are the people that are always complaining about something. You are not going to reach your goal and manifest the dream life that you want if your mind is wide open to all the negative bullshit in the world. And I'm talking about the media. I'm talking about social media. Now, this is ironic because I'm talking on social media right now, but you know, this thing, this, this TikTok thing that's going on can do more harm than good if you don't carefully curate your algorithm to give you those messages that are inspiring and uplifting and are going to encourage you. You know, most coaches are not even going to tell that to you anyways, because they want you to come back for the next, you know, the next bite-sized nugget of information that's going to help you move faster. Uh, or, or help you actually move into maybe their own coaching program or whatever it is. And I have those same goals and desires too. But social media is a major part of why people get stuck. You need to reevaluate what is coming into your mind on a continuous basis. And is it helping encourage you? Or is it negative and distracting and holding you back? Chances are your negative thoughts are not yours Anyways, they're words that started outside of you. 
So you have to learn about your mind and reject those negative thoughts. Now, number four, the fourth pillar of persistence, listen to this. Number four, a friendly alliance with one or more persons who will encourage one to follow through with both plan and purpose. You see, you still need people. You can't just block everybody away. You still need to have people around you, but you have to have the right kind of people, the people that build you up and encourage you. Success is lonely because most people aren't in control of their mind. Success is lonely because most people aren't educated about how success really works. So you have to find, you have to be specific about finding those people that can, you can bring into that support group, that mastermind even, that you can take your challenges and obstacles to and they can help you transform that obstacle into the opportunity that you need to find the success that you've been seeking. So you have to get along and cooperate with a different group of people in harmony. People that know that you can do it. People that are gonna encourage you and say, you can reach your goal, you can follow through with that plan. And if you just continue to persist, you're gonna succeed no matter what. This is why it's essential that when I coach people, they have the relationship, they develop a relationship with other clients in the program so they can persist. So these are the four pillars of persistence. This is what it really looks like. Number one, you have to have a definite purpose, a worthy ideal, a goal, a dream that you have a burning desire for, that you're going to make it happen no matter what. Number two, you have to have a definite plan of action. You have to have some idea of how to get started. After you set the goal, you have ideas and inspiration and you take, you take action on it. Put it into action modify and adjust the plan as you're moving forward. Number three, you have to de develop a mind that is gonna be closed tightly to any negative influences, especially those that you have intimate relationship with, family, friends, acquaintances. Close your mind against anything that's gonna pull you away from your goal. And then you have to find a new group of people that are going to encourage you to follow through with your purpose, with your goal, with your plan, and open your mind to that help. And if you can do that, if you can have all of these ideas integrate into your life, into the way that you think, into the way that you believe, you're gonna be able to persist. You're gonna build your confidence. You're gonna build the image of someone who does succeed no matter what. And once you have persistence, no matter what the world throws at you, you can handle it. You can get through it. In fact, you're gonna find that what the universe throws at you is exactly what you need to grow and become the person who has achieved your goal. The price for that is always gonna be persistence. The journey to your goal is only one that can be traveled by persistence. Remember one of the things that you have to persist against is your own limiting beliefs. Your limiting beliefs are gonna are going to fight back. They're gonna rear their ugly head. And you have to persist in reprogramming yourself. You have to persist in believing that you can achieve. And if you pay the price of persistence, eventually, one day, you'll wake up in an entirely new world. The world that you designed, the world that you chose, and you'll wonder what's happened to you. And what's happened is this, you stepped into your power and you never let it go. On the next episode of the podcast, I'm gonna talk more about your self-image, how you see yourself. Because your self-image, the concept you have of yourself sets the boundary and limitation of all of your accomplishments. You are never gonna be able to outperform your self-image. As always, thanks for listening. 
please subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode of the Reprogram Your Mind podcast. And please, if this episode has impacted you in some way, please share it with somebody who needs to hear this message. And if you would be so kind as to please leave a review or rate this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, that helps this information get out to the people that need it so much. Until next time, remember, we become what we think about. And so do you.